Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Hadass Kuznets with John Nodler. He's the chef co-owner of the brand new Cadence at 161 West Gerard Avenue. Cadence is where South Kensington, Fishtown, and Northern Liberties meet all together. More kind of in the old Kensington area, right? But yeah, absolutely. Where everything comes together. So Cadence used to be another restaurant, Motomia. Correct. Moto Mio. How did you guys take it over? My wife and I, uh, we actually live in the neighborhood, and my wife and I and our other partner, we've been looking for a, a restaurant space in that neighborhood. We love kind of the South Kensington vibe. It's definitely booming. Um, you know, there's so much traffic up Frankfurt now in Fishtown. We just felt like you know, this is where we want to live and this is where we want to work. So we had been looking and, you know, Moto Mio had just kind of quietly done their last service. And we actually saw it on Craigslist. There are not that many great kind of Craigslist business listings out there. So we were looking and, and this came up and uh, we're like, let's check it out. So we walked through it and uh, I think they did their last service around July and we walked through it in August and uh, the ball started rolling from there. So you found it on Craigslist. That's great. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of what you see on Craigslist is more commercial kitchens or big warehouse spaces or um, things out in the suburbs. So it was just really, I think, luck and timing that really helped us land on it. So it was like commercial space for sale? It was restaurant uh, space for sale. Restaurant space for lease, and it had a couple pictures. And my wife and I have been in Philly for about five years, and our partner, who's from South Jersey, Mike Fry, he had been in Philly for a little bit more than that. I think collectively, none of us had ever made it to Moto Mio, but we had always heard great things. We had seen pictures of the space, so we immediately recognized it. It's been a successful restaurant for. I think about 20 years, according to the landlord, previous to Moto Mio was another restaurant. So knock on wood, hopefully there's some some good luck in that. What luck to grab that space. So you, what what are you? What is Cadence? Cadence is a, a regional American restaurant. We are really trying to focus on one unique piece of kitchen equipment that we have is this charcoal oven. It uses wood and charcoal. Uh, and we really want all the food to go through that oven and pick up that flavor, whether it's the raw fish dish or the smoked fish or, you know, the grilled pork or lamb chop. That flavor profile really speaks to the flavors. So raw fish isn't raw if it's cooked. Well, so the oven is cool because of the height. We can put it pretty high up top and maybe even have it on a tray of ice. And it's going to pick up all the smoke and flavor of the wood and the charcoal without cooking through. So you're able to do like a raw smoked tuna. Interesting. And it picks up that flavor and it just adds that depth, which is uh, one of the things we're really uh, interested in. Awesome. Okay, so you're keeping it the BYOB. Yeah, so we are remaining in BYOB, which uh, Moto Mio was. And um, everyone in the neighborhood has been thrilled to hear that. Uh, everyone you know, around town is like, that's so great. And Philly just has such a strong BYO culture that we just felt it was a good fit. Um, so with that, we're ambitiously focusing on a non-alcoholic beverage program. So we're doing um, some really nice teas uh, sourced from Spirit Tea out of Chicago, and we're going to be doing cold-brewed teas. Uh, we feel like these, they can almost drink like a wine pairing throughout your meal. So um, you have your nice light white teas that we might carbonate, and they're going to drink like champagne. And you have your richer black teas that are going to have full body and you know be like that, that big red that holds up to your meat entree. On top of that, we're working with a local uh, vinegar maker. And we're going to do some vinegar sodas. So kind of similar to uh, shrub, which is a very traditional Pennsylvania Dutch. Using vinegar and fruit, it's like a nice sweet and sour, really refreshing. We're just uh, making vinegar syrups and uh, soda water 
and possibly adding some other flavors to really take the idea of a BYO and not just have it be, hey, you can bring wine or beer or, or any sort of beverage, but we also have this full list of non-alcoholic beverages that kind of speak to the food and speak to the program. Is that like a separate menu? It will be. A, it is a separate menu. What we did with the space was we opened up the kitchen a little bit. So um, myself, Sam Kincaid, our pastry chef, and Mike Fry, uh, my co-chef, we will be in the dining room as much as possible um, interacting with guests. We actually built a, a chef's counter um, that kind of looks into the kitchen, which is unique for a BYO because you sit at it like you would a bar. Um, but we really love the idea of <clears throat> the interaction between the kitchen and the guest, which is something we kind of developed at our past restaurants. And we feel like it's a very genuine experience when the diner sees someone cooking their food and it gets delivered and it's a very uh, genuine conversation about about that food that's being given to them. So some of the main foods that you want to highlight? Some of the main foods. Um, some of my favorite dishes on the menu right now, uh, we're doing a beautiful bison tartare. Uh, the bison is coming from uh, the Midwest. It's just a really clean and lean meat that can hold up really great to some nice bright flavors. With that, we're going to have some um, pickled green blueberries and a nice just um, nice and fresh vinaigrette. Um, so that's a really fun dish. Another dish I'm really excited about, which is a very ambitious uh, to pull off during service, is a riced potato dish. So we're roasting potatoes whole in our wood and charcoal oven so they get nice and smoky. And we're taking them out and we're cracking them open. And just like probably your grandmother used to do, we have a potato ricer. And um, we're just ricing the potatoes to order right into the bowl. So you get that really fluffy and light potato texture that you really don't get from, you know, agitating or mixing that potato too much. And the idea with this dish is we're, we're doing that over some smoked fish, topping it with some uh, smoked steelhead roe and some buckwheat groats. We really want it to evoke like that caviar. Of course, you have your potato and buckwheat. You have your, uh, you know, your roe and um, a little bit of fresh dill and a sour cream sauce. So it's like caviar bite after bite. Sounds great. Where did, where, did, where did you come up with the ideas? Where did you study? So all of us came from um, non-culinary backgrounds. I went to school at the University of Wisconsin. Chef Mike went to school out in, in uh, Philadelphia, and my wife went to school in Wisconsin as well. So we came from non-food backgrounds and just kind of fell into it and started working for chefs. It doesn't uh, sound like you have a non-food background. <laughs> it sounds like you've been working in food all your life. Yeah, we really, uh, you know, immersed ourselves in it. And I think I went to school for art history and Chinese, and you really push yourself every day just to learn. And I think I took that. And uh, same with my, my partners. I think we all kind of took that experience of learning to learn something new every day. And when we got passionate about cooking, we were able to just convert that to picking up a cookbook, uh, you know, watching a, a YouTube video and then finally getting into kitchens, probably not making any money, you know, actually like working what's called a stage and you go in and you just volunteer week after week until they offer you a job. But that experience really helped kind of learn and retain the knowledge. And then when we all got kitchen jobs, we started working for some great people back where we're from and then uh, in the city and just kind of went from there. So what's Sam Kincaid baking up for us? Uh, Samantha Kincaid, uh, yeah, she's the pastry chef. She's doing this great chocolate and beet cake. So she's taking beets and cooking them in the wood and charcoal oven. Beets are really great with dessert. People think like, oh, vegetables in my dessert. You know, you never really think about the zucchini cake or the carrot cake, though. And beets, they're sweet and earthy. So you think about uh, cocoa, you know, it has that same profile, sweet, earthy, smoky. So she's roasting beets in the oven. Uh, pureeing them, folding them in with a chocolate cake batter, baking that, doing a chocolate streusel on the bottom, and doing uh, a, a beet uh, jam in the center, which is cool. So it's like a blackberry jam, but with beets. Amazing. Um, 
Amazing. And then the other thing we're really excited about for our pastry program is uh, doing shaved ice. There's a traditional shaved ice in Japan called kakigori, and it's it's actually this big cast iron machine that you hand shave um, ice blocks. Uh, so we're doing that with uh, house-made buttermilk and uh, mixed citrus juice. Uh, instead of just your traditional kind of uh, Philly water ice, we're incorporating the flavor into the actual ice and then topping it. This is one of those things that it's really cool because it's on stage. You're shaving it in front of the guest. So there's the uniqueness to it. But when it comes down to it, Philadelphia, South Jersey, we have such a strong culture of water ice that as, as soon as it hits your palate, you recognize it as something very familiar. It's like restaurant theatrics. <laughs> yeah. I love it. What are you most looking forward to as you just get off the ground? Cooking, you know, the the build-out process. With our, with our former company, we opened five restaurants in five years as kitchen people. This opportunity, we've basically taken all the experience we did over the past five years and almost had to throw it out the window because what we had to do up to this point was so different than, you know, opening just from the kitchen. You're talking about we learned how to tile the bathrooms. We learned how to hang light fixtures. We learned how to drywall and sheetrock. And so we learned a lot of skills that the past five years of opening restaurants couldn't really prepare us for. And now we're learning accounting and all that stuff. So at this point, I'm genuinely excited to get back into the kitchen and, and just be cooking every day again. You can do anything if you can do all that. What's your website? Our website is cadencerestaurant.com. And do people need to make reservations? People do. Um, they don't have to. Uh, and we will reserve a few tables for um, walk-ins. Uh, but we are using Open Table, so you can make reservations through our website. You can call um, or through Open Table. And what's um, your price point? The range is $7 to $60, I would say. So uh, what we're really trying to offer is a four-course kind of choose-your-own menu. So it's um, we have four courses on our menu. You choose one from each section. Uh, with that, we're trying to incorporate uh, – we really love Korean food. You go to Korean food, uh, if you go to a Korean restaurant, they give you the banchan at the beginning of the meal. It's all the little pickles and ferments and um, kind of little side dishes that you snack on. We really love that idea. And, you know, in fine dining, you have your amuse-bouche, you have your petit four, you have your pre-dessert. These things all tend to bookend the meal. So we're almost taking the idea of the banchan, but in a more um, fine dining setting, but incorporating it throughout the meal. So with your entree, you might have a dish to share with um, your partner that you're dining with. Um, that's, you know, maybe it's a fermented vegetable that's going to go really well. It's going to bring some acidity um, with your, you know, escarole and white beans. You might have a savory vegetable cannoli because it's it's that very South Philly. It's just that classic, but kind of turned on its head a little whimsical. So we're trying to incorporate these unique bites throughout the meal. And that comes with the four-course meal. But, you know, we're in this really great neighborhood, and we want to make sure that people that are in the neighborhood, people that want to come in just for a bite, They can come in and get, you know, one course, two courses. You don't have to commit to that uh, four-course experience. So it could be a one-off or it could be an everyday experience. Absolutely. And I think for a BYO, having that kitchen counter or BYO bar, it provides us that unique opportunity to really accommodate solo diners or the people that are just walking around the neighborhood. As I know, when when I first moved to Philadelphia, I wasn't too familiar with the BYO culture and uh, my wife and I worked different hours. She was a pastry chef and I was a chef, so we would have different days off. And I would go out to eat to explore the city, but it was always hard to commit to a BYO because you have to bring a bottle of wine or you know a, a larger beverage, and you have to sit at a table most often. You kind of feel weird taking up the real estate as an individual sitting at a table for two if it's a small, busy restaurant. So hopefully that opens it up for you know that kind of clientele as well. Nice. Good thinking. Yeah. All right. Cadence Restaurant. 161 West Gerard Avenue. Once again, the website is cadencerestaurant.com. John Nodler is the chef and co-owner. Congratulations. Thank you.
How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.